This is Spoke, the all-new and exclusive podcast series with me, Chidera, a.k.a. The Slum Flower. And me, Sully Breaks, poet, writer, spoken word, artist, etc, etc. Where we discuss issues at the heart of youth culture and how music and literature are shaping the conversation. The media is quick to brand young people today as lazy and self-entitled, with little or no work ethic. A generation who spend more time on Instagram posting selfies than they do on Indeed.com searching for jobs. However, in these uncertain times, many young people are taking their future into their own hands, using their expertise and passions to their own advantage. In a world where we are just one click away from sharing our ideas with almost everyone and anyone on the planet, there's never been a better time to create. And increasing numbers of young people are quitting their day jobs and shaping their own opportunities. But what are the pressures of going out there and making it happen? Does social media bring us together or drive us apart? And when do you know it's time to quit your day job? In this episode, we discuss social media, creativity, and the pressures of quitting a nine-to-five and banking on yourself. I'm really excited about this topic because I'm someone who has built a whole career of just doing everything my own way. And I've come across so many people on that journey with their misconceptions and their unsolicited advice including my parents who till this day when they see me experiencing burnout they'll tell me so when are you going to get a real job and I'm like oh "Oh my gosh (laughs) come on like (laughs) now I hear what you're saying I'm the same way you know what I mean I and obviously I started at a time when the the concept of influence on social media and stuff was kind of like non-existent you get what I'm saying so this is just me like going up into my bedroom and recording videos on YouTube and my mum you know it's the same thing and I've graduated from university and everything and the same thing mum was like what are you doing with yourself you know what I mean and in between I've had like like jobs like you know what I mean like I've done everything you know like I've done like retail done coffee shop done cleaner do you understand what I'm saying so I've done the full and in between she was just mm. like what are you doing with your life but I think even to go through those experiences, it had to be with that constant belief of like, I'm going to manifest something yeah. myself. Do you get what I'm saying? Because there was sometimes I was like, rah, this is, you know, you're putting yourself through, through a lot of like taxing situations. And I think, yeah, I think you, the only thing that gets you through is the belief in your own ability and the ability of you to like cr- essentially create your own, you know, for yourself. Words, words. And I'm so gassed to discuss this today because we're joined by three incredible talented incredible funny funny just got out there very funny yeah very very funny actually (laughs) so many wonderful and important necessary insights to share and offer the world this world doesn't even deserve them if we're really truly honest but you know what it is it's one of them ones we've got Sistren in the building Why are you guys always doing animals? Yeah, animal yeah, yeah. Animal. <laughs> like, we go from gunshots to, to, to animal farm. Wow. Yeah, the, the evolution is mad. The cat, because <laughs> <laughs> your your energy is so bomb that all the animals got to join yeah, in. It's true. The whole Noah's Ark. I feel it. I feel the animals it, yeah. are gassed. Yeah, They're like, "Rah, sister, so not in the building." Yes. You thank right? You, thank you. Thank you. So I'm going to need three of you to introduce yourself yeah. because the level the level of intensity right now it's a lot and people won't be able to handle it so they're going to need to take it in dosages. So AJ, would you like to start by introducing yourself, your name, what you do, and just as disclaimer in this in this building in this household we do not downplay our achievements. We are not loud, possible. we are bold, we're tenacious, we are very Say very very chest. aggressively proud of ourselves. So anything you're proud that you've done recently, please talk about it. 
jokes. Hi guys. <laughs> Hello. I'm DJ. Um, I am a model and I work with young people as well, like voluntary and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, that's what I do. Dope, dope, that's dope, me. dope, dope. Next up. Rap. Oh, <laughs> my name is Barbillier. Don't know. <laughs> show, show. <laughs> it means first twin. Don't oh my know. gosh, it means first twin. It does, babe. So uh, you're do a, twin? You have a twin? I am a twin. Barbilia means first twin. So my Identical? No, no, no. Oh, okay. oh, that would be, be too like, much. Oh, be too there's much. another buff person no, like, <laughs> on this part that looks like you. Stop. Stop it. She is buff, though. Stop she is buff. She is. Yvonne is bare peg. Um, <laughs> I am a an actor, a poet, a playwright. Um, mm-hmm. I'm an amazing human. Mm-hmm. Yes. And yes. Um, I co-founded Sistrian with these, with these men. Oi, oi. Yeah, yeah. We got our well, last yeah, Charlie yeah, Maker yeah. in other building. <laughs> Hi, I'm Michelle. Um, I am a actor, a poet, and a poetry teacher. You're a teacher as well. Yeah, babes. Mm. I teach the young people poetry in that. The next generation. Yeah, helping them find their words. Oh my instead god. Instead of find their it. voice. You know, you can use your words, not your fists. <gasps> Yeah. But sometimes, if you've got to go around the sometimes corner, sometimes you. <laughs> <laughs> it's that balance. Yeah, of course. So be it. Um, yeah, I've been doing that for quite a while, and I run Sistrium with these lot. So, do you guys want to talk to us a bit and the viewers or the listeners, sorry, who may not be familiar with how you guys came together? Because it's the first time you've actually had like guests that are connected, like as a group or a collective. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Normally we have disconnected individuals, but you lot came with that group energy. You got what I'm saying? I feel like Destiny's child's in the building right now. They are. And you're all Beyonce. (laughs) They are. It's a lot. You're right. It's a lot to take in. You're very right. (laughs) Um, DJ and Michelle are sisters. What's the age gap between you, man? Two years. Two years. Oh, who's older? Wait, 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 who do you think? Oh, no, why did you yeah. say so? Would you have guessed that, though? <laughs> Who did you think was older? I still would have, yeah, I still would have thought that. Yeah, the demeanour's a lot more su- calm, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, DJ has Like, you've got them a, first small, child small beats already, do you understand what I'm saying? Oh! <laughs> 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 Honestly, it's real. It's triggered. Honestly, you understand. It's DJ Michelle are sisters, and um, me and Michelle, we met at drama school. Yeah, like, ten, ten, almost ten years ago now. Whoa! Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um... How did it start? I think we, I think me and Michelle had just finished um, uh, a show called Aki and Saltfish. Mm. Uh, I remember that. Show, was big that show, directed big show. by Cecil and Mika? Oh big my show, God. big show, big show. If you guys ain't seen it, you guys need to check it out. It's a yes. big, it's a big show. Thank on you. YouTube. Oh, go watch it now. Thank you. Very ahead of its time, actually. But yes. let's not talk yes. about that. I yeah, think so yeah, as well. Very ahead of its time. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. And then um, I think so after we became like really, I mean, we were already friends, but then that sort of brought us even closer. And then, after that period, we were just, you could not separate us, we were inseparable. And then um, I think we just, it just kind of, I think we were having conversations and we were just like, oh, let's start something. I think this yeah. was kind of like when podcasts weren't, they were happening, but they weren't really a established thing. as a format. Yeah, yeah, yeah so especially we, not in the UK. It was like oh. a US thing to have podcasts. Yeah. And like maybe there were like a handful of podcasts in the UK yeah. then. That was 2000 and. 15. So we started then. Um, we did our first recording on my phone. Yep. On your phone? Yeah. That's how <laughs> you do it. That's yeah. how you do that. I think DIY. How do you process the audio file? Like, how do you... Selfie made, mate. There's an app. Ooh. Oh my goodness. There was an app our to get. Was, um, um, our mic was uh, iPhone headphones. Yep. <gasps> the white one. Real. You gotta hold that near the, the mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, yeah. You just, just put it on the table. table. Put on the table so he could catch everyone's voice. And it caught all the voices. Yeah. Yeah. It caught all the voices. It caught the fridge in the back. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. No good times. Yeah, man. Um, And it was about our first episodes about um, DM sliders being fuckboys. Wow. Oh, gosh. Triggered. About who? DM sliders. 
Who's that? So what? DM Slider. Eh? So it's men... because you are one, that's why you don't yeah. understand. Nah, 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 nah. It's because oh, you are before one. Before I accept that, you need to explain it. <laughs> I might be one, I'm not going to lie to you, but I want to know what they are first. <laughs> <laughs> No, definitely not. Oh, okay, fair enough, yeah. So, so a DM slider is kind of like the guy who... Oh, DM slider, yeah. guy that's... Yes. Oh, what you have, you, have you not trademarked that phrase? Have you not painted it? No. Trademark, you need to trademark that before they unfleek it, you know what I mean? We and you lose all your money. That's the first time I've heard it. Really? Okay. No, I've heard someone sliding into DMs, but as a DM slider, as like an actual oh. occupation. Yeah, like, okay. I didn't know there you know, Some okay. guys have a lot of, you know, free time on their hands oh. and they just try to move to all the buff girls. Yeah, I mean, I was... not know each other. Yeah, they have no rapport whatsoever but yeah that i was a high f- i was a myspace slider but not oh, yeah that wow. old school like myspace <laughs> right, because yeah. because that was a while ago because it's kind of ancient now that's all right yeah yeah, yeah. everyone cool. was just yeah yeah no, i was young we were a bit more free with it Is it okay cool i'm definitely not a dm slider though 100 percent. okay good there would have been no judgment if you nah there's too much to lose i'm not nah 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 it's true oh that's so Oh gosh! Oh, that was yeah, um, that yeah. episode was mad. That was our yeah, it was our first episode. It was recorded in Bebelier's kitchen. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. It was great. I love how resourceful you were from so early. We were like, you know what, effort. Let's just we, like, yeah, yeah. We didn't know where to go to like record a podcast. It wasn't a mm. thing. It wasn't like, oh yeah, studio space is here. Want to yeah. come and record yeah. a podcast? So we're just like, well, how are we gonna get it out? And also, we didn't have the money to be going and like booking studio time. Mm-hmm. That wasn't a thing. It was mm-hmm. more like. We're having conversations that need to be recorded. How can we record them? Cool. Mm. This might work. Yeah. And it did. We were like, mm, this is working, right? Mm-hmm. It sounds good enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to us, like, the bare minimum was great. Yeah. <laughs> the yeah. bare minimum was great. To us, it was like, oh, the conversation is getting out there. Yeah. Like, regardless of if it's polished or whatever, like, mm. it's getting out there. Like, we used to even pause and, like, it'd be like, all right, one, two, three. <laughs> stop, everyone stop talking because I'm going to slide in the, the music. music. Oh, my Wait, goodness. so the real way. So how do you put the music? Can you just play it on a plane? Look, when I tell you this that app, yeah, this app was life. No, it was the one. Like, it'd be like, all right, guys, well, I've got music on my phone. What sort? Like, pick five songs. <laughs> yeah. Oh, pick five songs. Yes. And then I'm going to load it up onto the, the app. And then yeah. when the time comes, I'm going to slide it in. Yeah. And I'm going to slide I it out. Yes. the fade out. It was great. <laughs> oh. so Those episodes yeah. are still up there as well. Was like, it on SoundCloud? Not, you put them up? Yeah. yeah. They're still there. And I think they're, they're actually still today our most listened to. Serious? Yeah. Like, oh. as in us, like, um, without, because um, then we joined Radar and now we're at Roundhouse and now we're on a Foundation FM. Jeez. But today, don't know, don't know. But today, <laughs> Those are, I think, are our, our most listened to and shared. So wow. it's like it's mad. So like, talk, yeah. talk me through the psychology. Like, I mean, obviously, we're in a very much this generation. We're in a very much like do-it-yourself culture. Do you understand? And you look mm. at it like in grand music, and a lot of the artists right now are just like you know I don't need the label infrastructure. Well, mm. arguably, mm-hmm. and a lot of artists just. So where did the confidence come from? You, you as three young black women, like you're thinking like where did the confidence come to be like you know what we're just gonna do it this way? You know what I mean? Were you watching someone? Is it like something that's always been in your in your like household you know what I mean where, where did it all come from hmm. I think we've always Question. been opinionated people mm. yeah and I think <clears throat> it was kind of like seeing that there was like this culture of podcasts in the US and then trying to like find something similar here it was like it doesn't exist there are no people that look like us having these conversations and also the, conver- the people that do look like us that are having conversations they're not really having the conversations we would have in like, a way yeah I don't agree with those points, but that's fine because that's their opinion. But, Mm. like, I'm very sure there are other women or other people that have the opinions we have or that share the same mindset. So what if we put 
those conversations out so that they didn't feel so alone. Mm. And so we wouldn't feel so alone. We could find yeah, our I'm tribe. Right. So, so what gets you onto episode two? Because like with everybody, like you start one thing, you do it, you're like, mm-hmm. okay, you're excited, isn't it? Mm-hmm. But maybe you put the first episode out and you're like, rah, this is a bit of work. It's not going to work. No, I mean, so were people coming up to you like, we like this or what? Because yeah. I find that like, the first step <laughs> is hard, but then like episode two is where you really like, am I about this? You know what I mean? Episode mm-hmm. 10 is where you're like, okay, I'm doing this regardless. You know what I mean? <laughs> but what gets you onto episode two? Did people respond uh... instinctively or... I think people yeah. responded and also we like woke up one day and we were on Faders list top 10 top 10 podcasts listen to BuzzFeed top 10 podcasts to listen to what other yeah like, we did like two we did two episodes mm. and then we were on lists and we were like wow huh? people are listening look at this yeah. I think it's also that like we have more things to talk about so it was like that one was good but we still have things to talk about mm-hmm. and we were like we're not done like mm-hmm. we're not gonna have one conversation mm-hmm. and be like right cool mm-hmm. that was fun mm-hmm. yeah. people heard it now we're finished mm-hmm. we were like no we still have topics mm-hmm. let's carry on mm-hmm. that was that mm-hmm. oh yeah and and also I feel like this might sound a bit mad but like I feel like um Oh no, Babs, just say it. I feel like when you're not when you're not living your life to like be a wife, there's nothing wrong with that. But when you're not no, but when you're not living your life to be a wife, there's so many other things that you're thinking about. And I was kind of like, where Can you explain are explain that a bit better? As in like when you um so for example, one of the first things we spoke about in the first podcast was um patriarchal princesses. I wouldn't use that term. Jeez, now, that's a deep one. You need to break that down still. Also, no, it's pick, pick me's. A, a pick me. Yes, a pick me princess. So um, what's that? Do you want to quickly explain it or should I, I Yeah, go for yeah, it. Break it down, okay, so a pick me slash patriarchal princess is a woman who basically reinforces patriarchy through the whole idea of the good woman versus bad woman narrative where she will be like, you know, I do not go out all the time. I like to stay at home and make sure that my husband is fed by seven, he's burped <laughs> by seven okay, five. Okay, okay. <laughs> Any woman who does not walk in the spirit of wife is a whore mm-hmm. <laughs> and okay, should be okay. punishable <laughs> by death mm-hmm. and public shaming. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much okay. Okay, I get so what you're accurate. saying. Okay, More I get what you're saying. Yeah, Thank yeah. You. She starts kind of a traditionalist yeah. kind of like view <laughs> yeah. on how very, women should be. Very okay, much so. Cool. so internalized misogyny. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So she she basically asks questions like, "Oh, would you rather have a pretty face or a nice body?" <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> like, yeah. 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 I, the, okay. What? I understand what you're it's saying. Like, okay. What is anyway? I mean. I mean, does it matter? And maybe both, but like, I don't really care. And also, like, I'm, like it's not that deep. There's, yeah. more, things, there's more things. Men to talk are never about. asked, would you rather be handsome or smart, or would you rather be yeah. rich? Or, yeah, yeah, or, right. Like, yeah, that's not you even. You get in to equation. be all your facets. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Would you rather equation, like yeah. have muscles and a beard, or would you rather? Like, <laughs> what? what do you mean? Like, I'm a full person, yeah. so I don't need to. Yeah. So because um, the the first episode was like structured around like themes like that, we were just like, there's more, there's there's more. So I think um, the first episode did really well, and then. I can't remember when we did our self-love episode. That might have been episode two. Maybe it was three. That was two. Episode two was self-love. Yeah. Self-love. And then we were like, oh. okay, so, you know, we'd have this episode about we're tired of this, we're tired of men thinking this or patriarchal princes thinking this or people thinking that cool women like this. And then we're like, okay, now let's talk about what, what we do to, like, celebrate ourselves. And I think we were just trying to show the different, mm. like, facets mm. and, like, the spectrum because, you know, like, black women, we were not afforded the same spectrum as, like, white women or white men. So, like, we were like, let's show the spectrum, let's show the rainbow of colours we can rant we can be funny you know we can chat like ish but like we can also speak about love and speak about self-love and speak about how we give ourselves self-love and also speak about the fact that you know we don't really know what we're doing and we haven't been taught how to love ourselves so let's have a space where we can 
do that and be like, yo, how do you love yourself? Can I do that? Is it working? It's not okay. So why don't we try this? Or why don't we try that? Or this is a really good way. Or, you know, taking a selfie for some people is self-love. For some people, it's not taking a bath. For some people, it's self-love. Sometimes it's not reading. You know, what is it? Like, how can we show these different... The rainbow, like black women are a rainbow. How can yeah. you be the rainbow? I like that metaphor. I really like it. I love it too. Sorry, yeah, that's just the poet in me. <laughs> yeah. Now I mean, taking notes. You know what I'm saying? That's just the, that's like, okay. You. I got that one. You know I, what I, mean? yeah. I love, I love it too because Trademark black it. women. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. True. Mm-hmm. That's two. That's two things you trademark. Like, yeah. you know, get that money ready. It's true. Yeah. Territories, it's true. clothing. Get some t-shirts. Music. T-shirts. Yeah, I was gonna say that. I think it's really key that that is part of the ethos here because black women are heavily and entirely excluded from what it means to be feminine. So for you to decide that you're going to create an environment where black women can discuss things from, you know, self-healing and taking care of yourself and how to avoid patriarchy and how Mm -hmm. to shed your own internalised misogyny, Mm -hmm. that's so key because it's one thing discussing patriarchy and and its really harmful effects, but Mm -hmm. it's another thing having the conversation where we have to all recognise that we all possess yes. a level of internalized yes. misogyny and yes. until we shed that we can't even begin to approach dismantling mm-hmm. patriarchy yes. because we're still policing each other mm-hmm. within the group of what it means to be femme mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. come to yeah. bars bars yeah. Simpson. Yeah. Let, 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 let's go move on to your items and I think that's a great segue <laughs> to talk about what you guys have today for us to discuss do you have individual items collective items or is it I think it's individual ones Cheese. Oh, cool. let's go through it then who's gonna go first so why are you both looking at me? <laughs> gonna start on the that end. So is that I have two. I have like a quote, and then I have like a book. That's oh, fine. That's let's fine. Have a quote. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Oh, okay. Look at you. Thank you, girl. <laughs> so you were that child in the class that reminded the teacher we had homework. Yeah, exactly. Yes. <laughs> that was that was definitely. That was a hundred percent. Everyone else looked mad. Yeah. I was like, Miss, Miss. I'll be that person striking your arm. And I was just like, no, if, you, if you don't want to learn, that's fine. But some of us want to learn. Oh my god, <laughs> do you remember that? Oh my gosh, you were that person. That person. Oh my gosh, you were definitely that person. Oh Some my. of us want to learn, okay? Just like, oh. The best learners, uh. learners ask the best questions. That's me. Yeah, that was me. That was me. That was me. So the quote is, um, poetry is not a luxury, um, based off of a chapter of an Audrey um, Lord book um, mm. called Sister Outsider. Ooh. And Audrey Lord is a lesbian um, womanist um, Poet, essayist, civil rights mother. She's fantastic. And um, I love her. I'm always quoting her. And um, Sister Outsider is a book that changed my life. I think I read it about four years ago. Um, I read it like once every year just to like recharge me type of thing. And I love the quote, poetry is not a luxury because um, the chapter for me kind of breaks down you know, this um, this idea that, like, everything that you have felt is not, like, new and that our ancestors have felt everything. And, you know, when you're feeling like you're in despair, know that there is another black woman that has felt that. And because of that, that should liberate you. And um, poetry is in speaking. Speaking your pain is not a luxury. And we're in a society where it tells you that it is. And we should be able to speak and we should be able to do. And it's, it's nothing... Um, revolutionary like it shouldn't be revolutionary to say I am mad or to say I am sad or to say I am happy or I am fearful and um, I love that idea that poetry is not a luxury because I kind of feel that like obviously society conditions you especially as a black woman to be meek and be quiet and all these things that you can't have and it sort of advocates for imposter syndrome so it's kind of like 
just be who you are. Yes. Like speaking is this, yeah, it should be a normalised thing and achieving is normalised and celebrating yourself is normalised. Just I like think, morning. Yes, and night and breathing. Yeah. And nah, You said yeah. some things there, that's real, yeah, Thank man. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's you know real, what man. that reminds me of, yeah? You know when you're talking to, a, you know you're as an intelligent woman and you're talking to like a guy that's not very smart. Yeah. Yeah. You said everything no. and he said, oh, right, that's mad, yeah, I agree. No, 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 no. no, 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 no. Like, no, yo, but yo, that's mad, yeah. No, yeah. no, but that, really, that you, but oh, no, that really got me. Though. I'm like, <laughs> all they say, oh, yo, that was real. Yeah. <laughs> nah, I hope yeah, you're not taking mad. it like that. No, you I'm actually not, said no, something. You're, oh, you're, okay. But you're a poet as well, oh, okay, so I get it. No, oh. I get it. Just laugh because the interaction <laughs> oh. played out like that. <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay. Well, I was just like, okay, yeah, that was deep. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah. Move on to the next subject. Okay, okay. It's like, anyway, what are you up to? What are you wearing? Yeah, that's my thing that I brought. And then, yeah. You had a book as well? had a book said, as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Why are you my running? Thing. So the book that I brought with me <laughs> is called The Crystal Compass. Uh-huh. And it's um, a guide to using crystals for energy, healing and reclaiming your power by Aisha um, Ammar. Well, Ma- Let me see that. She got a name, yeah? Please, please. Let me give you the pronunciation. Wait, she's a black woman? She's a black woman, Oh, yeah. wait, I'm going to need 10 copies. <laughs> yeah. If you don't give pronounce this. that, we're <laughs> So what is it then? What is it? It's this, I don't think it's her Ghanaian name. Maybe, <laughs> maybe it's her pen name for the... For the, uh, uh, for the oh. I'm not going to lie to you. You took it with confidence. Nah, nah, I did, I did, I did. I take that L, man. I take that L, I take that L, I take that L. I can't even lie. She is a black woman. Wow. And um no this book was given to me as a fr- um as it was just gifted to me and um it was really quite the universe is a mad thing in a really great way and I was um I really started my crystal collection and um mm. so when somebody gave me this book I didn't ask for it they're just like oh they were like oh babs this book is for you like have this book and I was like oh my god and um it moved me more so because the this woman um I know of her work anyway and I didn't know that she released a book or that she was releasing a book or anything like that so I know her as like a healer I know a reiki healer and things like that a what healer a reiki healer do you want to, do you want to elaborate on oh, in terms of de- anyone who's not familiar sure how can I describe reiki reiki is all about um Energy. energies Healing. and um Energy. as human beings we uh, all resonate we all have uh, auras we all resonate different colors we all radiate different colors and we're all going through things and we all Everything's about energy, so everything has energy. And sometimes, um, a lot of the time, thing energy is suppressed, energy is blocked. So we have seven chakras, a lot of the times they are blocked or they're spinning too fast or too slow. And that can affect your lungs, it can affect your breathing, your skin, eczema, your digestive system, so many things. So She's so smart. <laughs> I'm really trying, yeah. guys. So it really... It really um, You've so been reading, girl. I've been reading. I've been reading. You woke. Thank you. Thank you. With a k at the end. With a Q. So um, basically, it... Um, um, so depending on who you are and the life that you live, um, it can really affect you. So Reiki is like um, a sort of therapy where um, somebody puts their hands over you and feels the block- the blockages in you, in your throat. Sometimes um, your throat chakra is blocked and that could give you cold sores or you're always having the flu or your, um, your, th- your throat's always sore. You don't understand why that's always happening or you're in like a really stressful situation at work and you're just constantly having headaches. And it's so... It's really interesting and they can basically use their hands and they feel the energy in you and they can take it out or take it out, how? release it literally just with magic. their hands. They're, they're like healers. Yeah, they're like, magic yeah, shots. Like, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, yeah, literally they just feel it on your body but you have to sort of believe it as well. It's kind of like... Um, 
So you need to be mentally in the same plane mm. as that person. In a, in a sense, yeah. Open um, enough to receive it. Thank you. You need ah. to be open enough to receive it. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so I knew of her work. So when I was given this book, I was like, I was meant to have this book. I was meant to receive it. And the reason why I chose it was because um, I just feel like Aisha as a person is really amazing because she's a black woman and she's really just been like, you know what, this is what I believe. I don't care if people think it's juju. I don't care if people think it's witchcraft. I don't care if, you know, it's because, and actually, which is, I think it's quite revolutionary, is that I think that one of the um, biggest industries in the black industry is this type of magic. And I feel like right now it's kind of being... um, taken and sort of used in very commercially oh, for industries yeah. that aren't necessarily ours. So I just think it's quite revolutionary that she's just like, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to do it my way. I'm going to release a book and be a bad a bad man. So that's why I brought it. Also, guys, I'm going to plug it in. Yes. We actually have a, um, we just started a new um, radio show called The Craft, which is like, we've what, got the Three name. of you have got yeah. a yeah. Yeah. Um, Called The Craft. Yeah, based on the film. Based on the film, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The Craft. On Foundation FM, where we sort of break down um, crystals <gasps> and healing and energies. So, like, listen in every Monday, Foundation FM. Yeah, I, mine is a quote as well. I was gonna, I was actually gonna bring all my like a couple of my crystals, and oh, I was babe. like, sometimes they said leave me at home, and I okay. said, you know what, guys, you, you chill right there, <laughs> enjoy the sunshine. I'll see you in a bit. <laughs> um, you gotta listen to your crystal sometimes. They were like, don't even think about it. I was like, cool, 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 cool. Um, So, yeah, I have a quote instead. And the reason I picked this quote is because, um, like you, Chids, I've been doing this myself for time, Mm. just been out here trying to figure out, like, what is it that I'm actually doing? I'm I'm not quite sure, but I know that I need to keep going, I need to keep trying, I need to work harder. Um, So the quote is, Talent is very common. Passion is not. Discipline is far less common. Focus is even rare, but talent, talent is very common. I and like that. Thank I like you. That. So that's something you stick on your wall in the morning. Literally, yeah, that's, yeah, that's like, the real one. That's yeah, like yeah. one of those. It's like quotes. your equivalent to like live, laugh, love. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it <laughs> sun, truly sun is. <laughs> it truly is because like um, when I think about what I'm trying to do, I have to keep telling myself, "Who cares if you're talented? Yeah. Though? There's bare talented people in the world. Like, okay. what else? Like, are you disciplined in this talent that yeah. you think you have? Are you focused? <laughs> well, you're really st- dragging yourself. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, nah, but I, I respect yeah. that. I respect you like, yourself. Yeah, you got Honestly, it's the, you wake up today? it's the Pisces and the Libra in me. I'm here, like, of floating into different worlds, and then the Libra in me is like, will you come back down to Earth and do what you're supposed to? And I'm like, yes, <laughs> yes, I will. So <laughs> I have to keep... T- I always tell myself that, like, OK, so you're talented. That doesn't mean that anyone's going to pay attention if you're not also focused, if you're not also passionate about this, if you're not disciplined and working towards something. Like, I don't try to beat myself up and be like, oh, you didn't write anything today, so you're a failure. I'll be like, cool, you didn't write anything today. Do you think you're going to get better at writing? Mm. <laughs> you're no, dragging your... Yeah, no, I good. do drag I myself. Love I love the tone. You're holding yourself accountable. Yeah. I think that's important. I yeah. Think yeah, I feel like for a lot of the time, I didn't hold myself accountable. I was just like, well, I'm talented, so why aren't people taking interest? Mm. And I was like, mm. what have you got to show, babe? Mm. <laughs> what? Because <laughs> you wrote one little poem in your room. <laughs> Who did you show it to? Did you read it for anyone? Did you show anyone the poem no Drag so her. how can you be mad that people aren't booking you for shows are you okay <laughs> honestly this is how i'll be dragging myself at home and then like i saw this quote and i was like 
that's what it is. Yeah. All right, cool. I've got to apply those three things. Discipline, focus, passion, okay? I I fall short sometimes. Say no more. Mm-hmm. But then I remember the quote and I say, you can't live, you can't eat on talent alone, you know? Mm-hmm. You can't Man, live on yeah, talent. That's the, talent yeah. You don't get paid for just being talented mm-hmm. because even if that was the case, if you were to get the success you think you're worthy of because you're talented, are you going to be able to handle it? Yeah. If you're not also passionate you're not about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, you're just going to be there like, oh, after a year, you're going to be like, this isn't what I wanted. I don't want this spotlight yeah. or I don't want this uh, success because like, I don't, I'm not, then you're, then you're going to start questioning your talent. Mm-hmm. Now, so there's a like, speaker called E.T. and he's like, he goes, a lot of people's talent got them into positions that their mentality yes. couldn't keep them at. Do you get yeah. what I'm saying? So and I, I don't know, want that. Yeah. I don't want that for myself. Dope. So that's my favourite quote. Dope. Yeah. Dope. DJ, my turn. Um, mine is actually a tweet or like a quote that was tweeted that I happened to come across. From who? Oh, it's really sad actually. It's Nipsey Hustle. Like Nip- I know that's nothing my about guy. Nips- what do you mean? Is it? Why she say Nipsey sad? Guys, like sad. I don't know Nipsey Hustle. Like, like, why don't you know Nipsey Hustle? Nipsey's the truth. Should I know Nipsey? The rapper, the marathon. Time in it, Cutlass. No, no. <laughs> That's not I don't know. I don't know. See, I don't know. Nipsey's the don't know Nips. I'm sorry. I, I know his truth. name. No, I know his name. Nipsey's I don't know the his truth. music. That, he makes that hustler music. Nipsey's the That's truth. Nipsey hustle. Yeah. Right. Well, hmm, Nipsey said, being self-made means never making an excuse as to why you can't take steps towards whatever your goal is. And I really like that because, like Michelle here, <laughs> I like to drag myself a little bit, <laughs> but in a like motivational way. Mm-hmm. So like seeing this type of quote just made me think, well, yeah, what are you doing? Like you can't make excuses. You can't sit at home just like chilling on your laptop and then be wondering why you're not doing the creative work you want to do or why you're not getting the jobs you want to get exactly, or whatever. Yeah. Like you can't just sit there and do that. I think for me as well, because um, from getting my modelling contract, I got that off of social media. I oh, use wow. my Instagram. Who you signed with? Who you signed with? Wilhelmina London. Oh! <laughs> I'm, I'm not familiar with that. You sounds know, like a Will- big being deal. Being signed to Wilhelmina was the prize you'd get at the end of an America's Next Model. Oh, okay, Isn't okay. okay. That's what Tara Banks was awarded at the end. She didn't even do America's Next Model. She didn't even have to do that. You went straight. She didn't even do Britain's Next Model. track. Yeah, I'm so silly. Fast track. Like, full park, fam. Like, full park, fast track. for what? For real though, yeah, that was social media. Done though. So when they say social media doesn't get you anywhere, it gets you anywhere you want. (laughs) It got you to Wilhelmina. I feel like people are starting to use it to utilize their careers. Yeah. Um, For me as well, you know, social media, you can get into that bad habit of like thinking negatively and looking down on yourself, comparing yourself, comparing yourself constantly. Where I had to try and use it to like think, okay, so what are they doing? What can you do? Mm. Start comparing yourself and start thinking about how you can make what you do work for yourself. Um, like a lot of the times you go on there and you're like oh but she's this she's like taller than me or she's prettier than me or whatever but instead mm-hmm. of doing that what do you have what value can you bring mm-hmm. like what is it what do you bring to the table literally mm-hmm. you just can't compare yourself there's no point because whatever they have if the people if people are looking for what they have you don't have it what are you going to do are you going to change yourself you can't change yourself you can only make yourself work you can honestly tell how parenting went <laughs> From listening like you're not to good enough too, yeah so then I started following people that I found inspiring and by yes. like looking at their messages and seeing how they make like a positive impact and just like 
working on that aspect and being like, oh, okay, do you know what? I like how they post. I like the way that they like do it for themselves, even if it's self-timer things, or they get their sister to go outside for walks with them and go take pictures. And I'm like, do you know what? Yeah, all these people are smart. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm going to look up to them, like, mm-hmm. instead of just... Now, like downplaying myself. I think what you just said is <laughs> so important, especially with this episode. Like, I think let's expand on that, innit? Because for me, even the self timer thing you're talking about, I was with Chidi, but uh, maybe like <laughs> two weeks ago, and I was like, who takes all your photos for you? <laughs> because mm-hmm. because just, it was, I went to a hotel in Brussels. Oh, I saw yeah. it. Oh, you yeah, just yeah, going in. Yeah. And I was wearing this Red Carbon Klein set. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I saw taken, that. It, oh, I'm glad. <laughs> it was taken in the toilet. So, but anyone who saw it must have probably thought someone like travelled with me. <laughs> and yeah, that's what like, I was self timer. Do you know what I did? I got right. the tissue box and I perched it and I lent the phone yes. and then I like opened my front camera and I just I found the pose. Yeah, yes. found, there we go. So I just fit in the frame. There's a body shot. Okay, we good. Mm-hmm. And then I just turned the camera around to the back right. camera. Uh-huh. Turn on ten second timer yes. with flash and then you I run s- back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's it. You run again. That's what you do. People never see the side of it. Makeshift tripod. It's all my camera roll. And that's even what I want to talk about because for me, like when I first started using social media, it was very like I'm not a very like out person on social media. I have my friends, I have my friends, but I use social media as a tool. Mm-hmm. So for me, it was very scientific. You know what I mean? How you're gonna use it, how you're gonna manipulate. It. And I feel like a lot of people underestimate the power of uh, not power. I think the craft or kind of like mm-hmm. um, commitment that the people you who use social media mm-hmm. uh, to the to, to to the science of it and learning. And you know what I mean? So do you guys want to share like any of your strategic kind of like approach towards it? Because obviously you didn't just think let's just keep on posting. You know, I mean, there, I'm sure there were some things you intentionally looked at, like you said, following people who 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 kind of like you could like learn their practices. Um, what was there anything you guys implemented to really like grow yourself? You know, what I mean, or when did it when did it actually like click in your head that okay, this is how I'm going to use it to grow our brand? You know, what I mean, one thing is, I think we I um, <clears throat> I had to just <laughs> accept the fact that like people like the way we look. And that, like, we're paying, and like, <laughs> no, true. because no, no, no it's a thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because it's like a lot of the time, you know, it's either you're beautiful or you're intelligent, and it's just like I was. I've always, I've had this complex where I'm just like people just are interested in how I look all the time, and it's just mm. like, I, I, you know, I'm an actor, and I'm, I, the type of roles that I get booked for and things like that. I was just like, I'm really, I'm so much more than how I look. Like, I'm so much more than a woman with a big nyash. I'm so much more than this dark for those skin. No, nyash is bomb. Thank you. Do you, do you say nyash in Uganda as well? No, it's um, I've just I'm, I'm, I'm appropriating. I'm, I am no, so you've I'm adopted it. Yeah, I'm yeah, 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 most African yeah, culture. Yeah. I feel like I'm a, you know, I'm no, you're, just a, you're, no, you're honorary. Anyway, it's cool. You're honorary man. Don't yeah. Thank you very much. And um, <laughs> so no, yeah, like I, you know, I'm more than this like dark skinned fetish that like is happening at this moment. So, mm. so um, I think with Sistrian, we just had to come to a point where we were like, you know what, yeah, we're paying on in people seem to like the way that we look. It is what it is. It's a privilege, and I think we just have to realize that together, three bald black women look amazing. And mm. you know what, effort it is revolutionary. When do you see three queer, like dark skinned British black women? being unapologetically that and being like, boom, we're going to look fly and it is what it is. And, you know, we're all different shapes, all different sizes. Michelle's bare short and... um, (laughs) (laughs) There's nothing wrong with being short. There's nothing wrong with being short. There's nothing wrong with being short. (laughs) Why does my height always get thrown into this? That's not even an insult. Don't worry, it's calm. Nah, you know what? But I know she meant it as one. (laughs) So I'm going to meet you around the corner. I'm just minding 
in my business. Call that straight. I was here nodding like. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> You're like less than an inch taller than me. That's the thing. That's the part that, that really actually, gets. Yeah, I'm actually like a foot taller than you. Nah, foot, nah, foot. it's not. Nah, 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 it's not that much. Nah, it's not that much. The discrepancy is not that much. It's actually a lot. It's because she's got heels on today. She's okay. She's got like some type of thick whatever. Anyway, anyway, you guys will see in the photo. Yeah. So no, I think we've we we that we look good together and so um you know i think um that's also probably a reason why like we um we haven't even got like a a logo yet with like our like brand because we're like you know right now our faces are our logo and mm, it's working you know mm. macy's just came through the other day I don't know if you guys are congratulations Jeez. on that thank you, thank you. That overseas bag <laughs> thank you very yeah. much you know yeah so time difference in don't that know. <laughs> don't know jet yeah. lag currency that's conversion right. currency know. conversion that's right you're getting paid in usd <laughs> international babe i'm an international babe so i think that was one of the things that we um realized and i think we realized because and where um we're like working class as well i think we realized that there was like we have like a niche where we are actually from ends yeah and like that is like real to us it's nothing that we put on and like that was like our niche as well so I think for us it was really just about like finding our like niche we're like pen girls from ends and we mm, really no, that was, of... that's not just the end of it babe. no there's oh, elaborate yeah. also sisters yeah. and you're my best friend yeah. and like both of you are my best friends so like oh, there's that too yeah. I think um we also saw the power of social media or mm. the craft of it and we were like okay so people are utilizing it and getting followers to actually listen to whatever it is they do or watch mm. whatever they do. Mm-hmm. We need to do that. How can we attract people by, oh, we're paying people like our faces. <laughs> <Yeah>. Cool. <laughs> so I guess we could just like tag our thing in this Underneath. under the picture. Scam <laughs> yeah. 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 So you don't got a photographer in that or is it still just like collective posing and, you know, just a mixture? Like, we don't have our own photographer. We're not yeah, at that yeah, level no, no, yet. No, no, no. But we have, like, done shoots with friends, like, collaborated with other photographers to create shoots that we can, like, use for mm-hmm. press no, and I all think that stuff. Yeah, because I'm sorry to cut you off, but I just wanted to elaborate because it's interesting because, like, you, you guys have said you have a visual brand, mm-hmm. but you're communicating that to, into your audio. Do you understand what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And I think yes. that's very interesting to highlight, you know yes. what I mean? Because some people would think, if I'm doing audio, how do I get people to listen to audio? Mm-hmm. But you've kind of looked at it the other way and said, how do we use our visual aesthetic yes. to get people to listen to our audio content? Mm-hmm. Yes. So I'm curious to know, because for me, right, I've seen how the online space has definitely evolved Mm -hmm. and a lot more black women are becoming very vocal about mm-hmm. what's what's not right in society and yeah. in our community mm-hmm. and as much as I've that I've learned all of my feminism from black women like mm-hmm. from just following black women on the internet honestly that's, mm-hmm. I've never read any kind of academic text on feminism mm-hmm. I've just been following mm-hmm. on socials but I've seen that what happens is when you are known or have a reputation for speaking up and being outraged mm-hmm. it's like people automatically expect it from you I don't know mm. if you ever receive DMs from people where they'll send you an article of a black boy that's just been killed and be like have you seen this <laughs> and it's like they want you to perform you that to outrage on, yeah. for me I've learnt to just tap out now mm-hmm. if you notice mm-hmm. I don't really I'm not really out here talking mm-hmm. about stuff anymore now mm-hmm. I'm just trying to focus my um, attention and energy on mm-hmm. the ways that I can directly help those affected in my community. So mm-hmm. if that's me speaking directly to black women mm-hmm. and doing stuff for black women and keeping them in my message and centering them, mm-hmm. then that's what I've decided to do rather mm-hmm. than being involved in that exhausting back and forth, mm-hmm. um, flammable conversation. Mm-hmm. So I was wondering how how you um, manoeuvre all of that because the online space is very, very... It's very, very um, fragile right now and there are a lot of discussions being had and I'm sure because you're known for speaking about so many things, mm-hmm. do you reckon people have that expectation of you? And mm-hmm. if they do, mm-hmm. how do you manage to just maintain your own peace of mind through it all? Because it's a scat- scattered warfare. 
silence. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> keeping Pim. Yes, keeping Pim. Keeping Pim. More so because <laughs> there's so, there's like so much on a regular, on like a constant every basis. Day, that every literally every day, every hour of every day, there's something happening, some type of disrespect happening somewhere. <laughs> Honestly, but Someone's like, catching a smack somewhere. You know, black women are disrespected all over the world and like we are always at the bottom of the totem pole. <laughs> To do that every day, to kind of be, not even caping, but to try to be, like, some type of hero, some type of activist, and, like, post about it, like, oh, guys, we should be doing... Th-. It's too much. Like, mm-hmm. I already experienced, like, yeah. I'm already tired from from life, mm-hmm. from dealing, from living in this body, mm-hmm. from in this existence, that to have to do that work online as well just feels, like, too much. And it's like, so when do I... When am I switched off? Mm-hmm. And, like, my life is full of violence already. Like, mm-hmm. it might not be... Um, overt and it might not always be physical but there are there's aspects of violence in our lives already mm-hmm. so to then have to come home or in my downtime I'm in, on my, safe space in my own still. safe space I'm still on the phone on the phone doing like being outraged being honestly it's tiring you yeah. expecting me to be outraged is violent actually mm-hmm. you you actually um, mm. having any expectancy over the agency of what I care about or what I want to do is violent and I and I think that type of violence is specifically given to black women mm-hmm. and I for one I'm just not here for it like I always say that like black women are not given the spectrum as as white men we never go to white men and are like why are you not outraged about Brexit why are you not it's always black black feminists oh why are you outraged about this you should be outraged about this and it's like I never called myself an activist B yeah. and even if I did call myself an act even if I did call myself an activist I am allowed to be silent or be loud about whatever I want to do there are some people that take joy and pleasure in being an activist 24-7 and they can do that whether or not they get burnout whether or not they do it's they are allowed to do it but there's something about outspoken black women where they're always expected and it's just like that's violent like it's yeah. really violent that you have mm-hmm. that agency over my mm-hmm. mind like people, what is that it's people bizarre. kind of expect black women to just set themselves on fire constantly because mm-hmm. we, we've always been on fire in like to help the community so it's just like this instant expectation that okay well why aren't you setting yourself on fire for this then and you know like, what it is ah, as well can I not just live it's that they themselves don't want to be the ones so they're hoping that yeah. you with your loud self will yeah. go forth and push their agenda push their message push whatever problem that they are personally experiencing or whatever where it's like I don't do I have to be the advocate all the time for all the problems that black people face before we wrap I would love like we always do to ask every single person to say one thing that they've learned because as much as this discussion is all about you know sharing insights and having a laugh at how nuts life is it's also really important that everyone's on the same level and Mm -hmm. that we let each other know that we've learned something because Mm -hmm. what's the point in having these discussions if we aren't actually learning from each other? Mm -hmm. So I guess I'll start with myself. I have learned um, from Babs about the importance of of crystals and as much as... Because the thing is, I see people talk about crystals all the time. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to lie. I'm not clued up at all. I have no idea where to start, mm-hmm. but just seeing you passionately speak about it and I, I believe everything you're saying because it's coming from you and you're a black woman. Anything yeah. black women say, I'm like, I believe you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's black, so there's, there's some there. There must be some yeah. truth in there. Yeah, yeah. Points are being made automatically. For real, though. Um, and I think it's just really cool seeing the relationship you have with yourself as well as a black woman. And I think it's really important that we take the time out to nurture ourselves mm. and give ourselves that. So if owning crystals and cleaning them using sage and like charging them in the mm-hmm. sun or the moon is something that 
allows you to feel a sense of f- fulfillment and yeah. achievement for yourself, then it's something that we need to do more of because mm. the world is constantly going to step on our backs mm-hmm. and criticize us regardless of how hard we try to mm-hmm. be the best for the world. But you have to be the best for yourself first. And if yes. that means charging yourself literally using crystals, then mm-hmm. absolutely. So I'm going to I'm gonna buy that book written by a black woman. Yes. <laughs> Very important. Sir. And I'm going to yeah, I'm gonna start learning and researching about crystals and it. how to you sort should come myself on our show. out. Oh yes. yeah. Come on our show. Yes. Yeah, definitely. Yes. So I'll learn that from you. What about you? What have you learned today? Oh my God. I learned um, that I'm really grateful for these two. And that, um, no, we've worked really hard, guys. We really, we really do. Like, <laughs> Sistrin is like us, but like individually as well, we do so much outside of Sistrin. So I'm just like, we've worked really hard to juggle this thing. We don't have like a manager and things like that. Like, we do everything else. We do everything a hundred percent ourselves. Even the Macy's deal, you do everything a hundred percent ourselves. This is it. So it's like I'm, we work so hard and we're so busy and so we're just. I'm just really proud of us. Um, but um, we are perfectly imperfect, and that is perfect. And that um, you know, I always say this, but we are a mess and a masterpiece at the same time. And that's going to be us forever, forever. I'm always going to be a mess. I'm always going to be a masterpiece. And I'm I'm actually okay with that. And actually. That liberates me. Um, yes. Yeah. What about Michelle. you, Michelle? <laughs> what have you learned today? What did I learn? In class. Mm, oh, it probably feels like when my parents ask me, I don't know. What did you learn? What did you learn? Some, some of us wasn't listening, miss. <laughs> but, um, no, 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 no. What, what I've learned today is, like, it's nice to listen. Like, mm. It's just it's like really nice to like take a seat back and just like actually listen to other people host a podcast and like mm-hmm. share their opinions and share their story with us, which is like not something that I I get to do a lot of because I don't really like to listen to other people's podcasts. I know that sounds bad. No, it's real though, isn't it? Because you when I'm you, the same. I'm when not you yeah, when you make a podcast, it's, it's like, so much energy that goes into your yeah. own. Honestly, alone. even listening back to the. Planning the next episode, like I can't be then taking in other people's things because then I'm like I'm stealing a whole episode, like I'm stealing all the ideas. Um, (laughs) So it's just nice to like take a seat back and like listen, and then also like it was also really enjoyable. I learned that like I have things to say. Like, I already knew that. Girl, you've been having things (laughs) to say. (laughs) So it's nice to be in a room where I can feel that too. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Is it my turn? It is. What did I learn today in class? Um, (laughs) I love this little Texan accent. Where did we go? Southern accent. (laughs) Yeah, somebody liked it. It's cool. Um, (laughs) I learned that even in being like self-made, no matter like how far you get in it, you still need to take time for yourself and recharge so that you can carry on doing the work you need to do. Um, Because I feel like a lot of the time we put too much pressure on ourselves being self-made. You're like, okay, so what are you producing next? You've done that carry on what else can I do but I feel like you still need to take time to be like okay I need to go and recenter myself so that I can put my best foot forward at all times so yeah sensational Sully what have you learned today um I think just watching um these three women just collectively it's kind of just really reinforcing me the power of like identity in it you know what I mean I can see why you guys are making the moves you're making and that why your brand is kind of distinctive in the way it is because I can see how each of you just champion your identity, you know, as a collective, but also as individuals. And I think it's important for me, especially as someone who's an artist or someone who's like um, a public figure in some capacity to be able to like appreciate because you get to spaces where sometimes you're afraid to be yourself. Do you understand what I'm saying? Mm. But it's so refreshing to see people who are not afraid. And that's part that's part of the, the appeal behind everything you do. So I think, no, that was really like enlightening for me as well. Thank you. 
Thank you so much for coming. Thank you for inviting us. Thank you for gracing us with your wonderful energy. It's so appreciated. I'm really happy for you. I'm so excited to watch your journey. I feel like you're a flower that's constantly uncurling. It's very, very exciting and fascinating. And I wish you the best of luck. Keep killing it. Keep causing trouble because change cannot come without troublemakers causing trouble. So please be continue being troublemakers and I'll continue causing my own trouble in this corner as well. Yes. We've got the same goal in the end. And that is the liberation of black women. Yes. In every capacity. And I'm supporting as well. Yes. Thank you. Chilling, chilling, chilling. Yes.